Hello and welcome to Outrageous Wellness. My name is Christine Erickson. I'm a psychologist, a personal trainer, and a wellness coach. And I'm here with Kelsey and Charlotte. Hey, I'm Charlotte. I am a Reiki master, a business professional, and spiritual explorer. Hey, I'm Kelsey. I am an elementary educator, a yoga instructor, and an aspiring expert for all things occult. And we are here. It's October 2nd, 2021. And we have a new moon coming up on Wednesday in Libra, correct? Am I right on that? Yes. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. We love a good Libra new moon. Oh my gosh. So for those who haven't uh, listened to our podcast before, um, we talk about wellness through this sort of funky lens that, um, that makes it more interesting for us. Um, we like to use, uh, moon, uh, moon calendars, uh, new moons for making new goals or what we call intentions. Full moons are for manifesting those goals and intentions. And uh, each of the different uh, signs, so we're in Libra right now, uh, has a different sort of um, flavor to it, right? And Libra is all about balance. Libra is associated with the tarot card justice. Uh, and, and, you know, when Libra has the scales, right? You know, where you, um, where we weigh things out. <laughs> and really, you know, wellness, being well, is all about being in balance. Um, so we can talk about balance from so many different perspectives. Um, from physical perspective, for example, um, being balanced physically, having a good sense of balance. Um, and balance, I learned, is something that you can learn because I never thought that I had a very good sense of balance until I got into fitness and started working on things like um, balance and control over my physical body. Uh, and it's, uh, it's definitely, definitely something that we can develop. Um, absolutely. I mean, in yoga, we do that a lot. In fact, my, so it's interesting we're talking about this today because in my class that I um, was teaching this morning, it was all about balance. It was all about like going into those balanced postures. And there's something kind of like really magical when you have a room full of people standing on one foot and like hyper-focusing on everything. <laughs> you can feel the air like thicken in a way that's like, oh God, they're all either really frustrated or really stoked that they're meeting this pose. Um, but it's really cool to be able to, in yoga, challenge your balance and challenge things in those ways because it's very like, I almost feel like a hyper-focused meditation to like stand on one foot because meditating really, we're looking for that like focus on your breath, making sure that you're, you know, coming back to this space. But when you're balancing and you're like, oh shit, I might fall out of this posture and hurt myself. It's this like intense focus you get from people that I feel like helps with that like meditation focus really helps with the way that you're in your space and in your body. Um, so if you hate sitting on the floor meditating, I would highly suggest a good standing balance <laughs> to, to get you really in the zone. 
And from a personal training perspective, um, working on balance is also, uh, also really forces you to work on your core. Um, because if you don't have your core engaged, you're not going to be able to, you know, stand on one foot and press, you know, a dumbbell over your head in, you know, holding it in one hand. Um, you're just not going to be able to, if you're not engaging your core, it's, uh, <laughs> um, and balance work is, is so much fun. You know, physical balance work is so much fun. Um, it's not, you know, uh, you know, balance work in other areas, maybe not quite so fun, right? Yeah. <laughs> more work, I think. Yes. Balance. A little different. So, yeah, I love the work that um, I do from a physical perspective on balance with the BOSU. So when I'm working out with Christine and we are we're using, basically doing the same exercises that we do on the floor, but we do it on the BOSU ball, which, you know, you have to balance yourself. It makes you feel so strong. And it, it just that foundation, what you're talking about, Christine, the core is the foundation of our, our bodies, right? Our physical bodies. And in Reiki, we talk about balance from an energetic standpoint. So when you are um, seeking to feel balanced from inside, from an energetic uh, perspective. Reiki can help you with that, um, balancing your chakras and balancing the flow of energy in and out of your body. And so that also leads to um, having a great core foundation of energy, just like the core foundation we do physically, um, to, to really lead a very healthy and balanced lifestyle. Oh my gosh, I love that. And I love thinking about like energy pathways and how they can be balanced. So like, okay, can you give me an example of like an energy pathway that is unbalanced and how Reiki can assist in that? Yeah, absolutely. So when a Reiki practitioner starts the session, they will typically start at a person's head and you kind of, you know, you let the energy flow and basically you're a conduit. So you're just helping energy flow. It's not coming from you. It's coming through you. And you may feel energetically as you move around a person's body that there's a little bit of stuck energy. So for me, when I'm doing Reiki, I'll feel, um, I'll feel pressure on my palms. So say maybe I'm over the heart chakra. So that would be the chest. I might feel a little pressure and then I'll just stay there a little longer and really focus on the heart chakra and sending that energy through to the heart chakra so that it gets rid of that energy blockage and begins to become more balanced. Ooh, that's interesting. Like, is it, is it like a weird, like, would pre- it doesn't feel like somebody's pushing back on you because I know in Reiki, like you're not touching anybody. Exactly. So I, I think it's different for, for everyone, but I definitely feel like pressure and sometimes I'll actually feel um, like tingling. And so when, when that, when I feel as though that chakra has received enough energy, I'll feel the pressure dissipate or the tingling will dissipate. And then I'll move on to the, to the next part of the body. That's yeah, I really love this. Cool. 
That is. Fun. We'll have to give you a Reiki session sometime. Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> like any any excuse to have any any energy work done is like yeah yeah of course please <laughs> like I needs it. Um, and, and you all know that you know there are so many energy heal, healing uh, modalities. There's the polarity. Uh, theory, polarity healing and the polarity too is very much about balance and that that's more about making sure that everything is balanced um, it's different than Reiki um, they really focus on the head and the feet and your upper chakras and your lower chakras meaning below your feet or above your head oh. and making sure that everything is flowing the way that it should be flowing and getting rid of like major blockages of energy flow. That's pretty cool. That's cool. Kelsey, you'll, what about that? Um, de- that tarot deck? Oh yeah. That t- I'm serious. I freaking love this tarot deck. Tell me okay. about the, tell me about the tarot deck. Okay. So there is this tarot deck that Christine gave to me called the polarity wellness tarot. And I've never seen anything like it. And I, even when I like look at other decks online, I can't um, seem to find anything similar to this. So it's really cool. You get the actual card and the card is um, the pictures are like, they almost look like they're real pictures that have been kind of pulled together of different pinnacles and whatnot. And then they also depict, let me see if I, I'm pulling them out as I speak so I can actually talk while staring at them. Um, they depict different planetary symbols um, and different zodiac signs um, that are a part of this card and the chakras that go along with this card, the cards. So let me just like random pull here, right? Let's see if like, ooh, daily read. <laughs> <laughs> The, this was not helpful because it only gives me the chakra, but this one didn't have a planet or a, um, what is it? A zodiac sign on it, but it does have the sacral, what's sacral? the orange one? Mm-hmm. Sacral? sacral? This is the night of water. And what's also interesting about it is, have you guys heard of human design? I know you guys have kind of heard of human design, right? Describe human design. Oh, this is, okay, so this is interesting. This has been my new kind of, like, what's happening with this. So human design is a sister, it, like, branches off of astrology a little bit, and it gives you um, how your energy centers work. So it gives you, like, open portals of energy centers and, like, closed portals of energy centers. And so what that means is, like, if you have an open portal, it's how you connect with people. And if you have a closed, it's, like, it's yours. Like, you're very independent within that energy center. So these cards specifically have a very um, human design-like uh, depiction on them where they show the different chakras of where those energy portals could be and which ones they're lighting up. So the Knight of Water would be... Um, or Knight of Cups the- in, in more traditional <laughs> speak, yes. tarot speak. Sorry, this this okay. specifically says Knight of Water, so that's uh-huh. why I'm like, my brain's all over the place. Um but they, they show you that human design, they show you the chakras, and they also show you the parts of the body that it goes with. So this goes with the chest, the pelvis, and the feet, specifically. So let me see if I can pull one with an actual, like, zodiac. So I really like this deck. And you one. say it was sacral chakra, which is interesting because 
Yeah. Uh, new moon in Libra is associated with um, uh, healing rituals for the lower back. Ooh. Ooh. See, and that was just a random card pull. I swear the universe works in mysterious ways, y'all. <laughs> and that's that's one of my that that's probably my major you know physical okay. issue is you know sciatica left side, and Ooh. so I am very very familiar with uh, healing rituals for the lower back. <laughs> I hear that completely, and just so I totally want to give this Jack credit where it's due. It's the Polarity Wellness Tarot if anybody's looking for it, um, but. That I feel like that low back piece, I feel like it's so important recently. Like, I think I taught inadvertently taught an entire yoga class last week that was centered around the low back, like the hip flexors and how the hip flexors can pull on the low back, the hamstrings, the glutes. Mm -hmm. Um, And there was a lot of like twisting, forward folds. And I got to the end of it and somebody came up to me and was like, I think this is the first time my low back hasn't hurt in a long time mm-hmm. so, like that class specifically so if your low back is giving you any issues at all um and you have the mobility for it so let me reiterate that so that way somebody doesn't hurt themselves forward folds pigeons um spinal twists uh, yeah. are great for it so make sure you're but be mindful of how far you're going yeah. without hurting yourself and i have a whole i have a whole sequence of stretches and exercises for the yeah. lower back you know that i it's one of those things that i go through you know with my personal training clients to you know help them uh strengthen and uh you know stretch out that area because whoo it's so critical it's so critical Oh my gosh. Yes. And there's so much like if you're sitting all day, you're standing, even if you're standing all day too, um, it's just the way that you can crunch in. And one thing I'm also noticing is, and for me personally, is like the lack of lower core engagement when I'm working out causes low back pain. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. so I've been having to be a little bit more mindful about engaging my, even when I'm running, like pull the low core in, pull the mm-hmm. low core in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Losing muscle group, Kelsey, come on. <laughs> Tilt the pelvis. Yes. All that stuff. Yep. All that stuff. Leave the season. Child's pose. Yeah. Oh, there was, (laughs) I went to this restorative class and if you have not done restorative, I'm going to like, I'm going to persuade you. It it will be something you need to do because it is a glorified nap with pillows. But there was one doctor. (laughs) It's not good. And I go to this woman who like moms me and like rubs my back. Okay. Maybe that's not everybody's cup of tea, but God, it's mine. It is so mine. Um, And she had us in restorative child's pose. So you have two giant bolsters that your like upper body is on top of. And then two blocks that you lay your arms on. Mm. We're in child's pose for 20 minutes. And even that like supported child's pose, I came out of that, my low back was like released fully. Mm-hmm. And it probably was because stress too. I think stress can cause that low back like tightening. Yeah. So that's like, that. that's like yin yoga, right? Oh, that's, yin is, okay. Yes. So yin's a little bit different than restorative. Um, people like to kind of put the two together, but yin specifically is like really big, giant, um, stretches like mm-hmm. pigeon pose lizard um uh, frog pose are big yin postures where you're kind of in this place of silence but you're opening connective tissue really mm-hmm. heavily yeah um, sort of yoga is there is no stretching 
there is no down dogs, like not purposeful stretching, not big stretching like yin. Um, you are literally laying on pillows and blankets the entire time. The idea is to feel weightless. Got it. So restorative is, um, <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> those are both just like my favorite because I like to open, but then I also like to feel very supported. Yes. Yeah. So what does, so when I say karmic balance, what does that, what does that bring up for you, Charlotte? Karmic balance. Uh, yeah, that brings up a lot for me. Um, <laughs> I, uh, you know, I'm in my fifth decade on this earth and I keep, I keep having the same lessons keep coming up for me, right? So um, what's really nice is to look back and see the ones that I think that I've integrated. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there are also the ones that I'm still working on. Mm -hmm. So I think from a karmic balance perspective, uh, again, what I'm happy about I'm not happy that this, these things keep coming up. Um, <laughs> clearly, I have not done enough integration. However, I am now shifting my perspective so that I'm looking at these things as the best opportunity to grow and evolve. And I know for sure that when these, when certain things come up, you know, and you talk about balance, right? So it's like you have that something come up, a lesson, and you feel, I feel out of whack, I feel out of balance, and I go through this whole thing, right? So it's like how I reacted. And then it's like coming back and saying, oh my gosh, now I'm mad at myself that I reacted the same way that I have the last 5 million times. I thought I integrated this. (laughs) So it's like back and forth. But it really is a balancing trick. So um, I... I love it now. I see it as an opportunity and, um, you know, I, I'm kind of welcoming these opportunities to grow and, and, you know, when I let go of something, I realize a new, new thing comes up. So also when we're talking about balance, um, I'm really trying to, to balance more, um, lead from, uh, like a, a soul perspective, Right. I'm trying to balance my ego, my soul. So the mind, body, spirit, really looking at the mind and spirit portion and trying to to get them to 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 be together because we can't have one without the other. And we certainly can't, you know, put one over the other. So it's really integrating that balance, which also leads to balancing the feminine and the masculine and um you know, all of, all of these things that help us to lead a really good, authentic life that is helpful and purposeful for not only myself, but the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I, I also, when you talk about balance, uh, I, I've been uh, working my way through this book on the history of magic, talking about magic from the, from the, perspective of uh, from an archaeological perspective uh and how how it has been part of the human history you know since you know 
40,000 years ago plus, right? And, uh, and this idea of this animism idea, you know, that uh, all things have a spirit to it, right? All things have, you know, the, you know, the, the trees and the rocks and the, and the, you know, all the different animals, including us as people, right? We each have our spirit too. And this idea that everything has, you know, an energy, a spirit and, uh, and that leading a balanced life also involves respecting, respecting all of these things in that make up our world. I think it's a really cool idea. Um, and is maybe something that I will start, uh, incorporating more, um, intentionally, uh, you know, got this new moon coming up. Right. And so, uh, maybe it's time to make some, make some new goals, make some new, uh, find a new, a new direction on this path that I'm on, if that makes any sense. Um, Kelsey likes to talk about the houses that our, uh, that, that our Zodiac is in, right? Is that how I would say it? And I guess, you know, Libra for me is my first house, which is my house of self, right? Yeah, straight up. That's your house of self. That's like, it's, it's very, it leads your whole chart. And so to think that you're having that new moon, like that intention setting of how are you approaching yourself and how are you creating balance within yourself um, is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that's where, that's where my brain is right now. Yeah. And Charlotte's yours is happening. Isn't yours happening? Yours happening in your fifth house of like, pleasure and like what you like to do and desires and like childlike wonder and all that stuff. And so like, how are you balancing that into, you know, your life and how are you building that, um, into like a space for you specifically? Um, and then mine is in the house of home and family. And so, you know, with me being an educator right now and all the shortages that are occurring, it's with stuff, it's like, we're definitely overloaded. So it's like making the intention to set, balance for home and family and making sure that's that's there's time in there for me mm-hmm. and poppy and poppy this and sweet your doggy baby. yes your sweet yeah. doggy dog. <laughs> oh my word um but it's really easy to look up where if you're trying to figure out where libra is in your chart um you can go into AstroSeek. You do have to know your time and place of birth um, to know these things. But once you figure it out, you can look to see where Libra is in your chart and what house it is. It usually has like numbers that go around the chart and then the zodiacs around it too. And if you, Libra is the one with the line and then it looks like it has a little hill over it. Um, look for that, see what house it's in. And then you can look up the houses easily online, just like what is the fifth house stand for? What is the 10th house stand for? And um, that will tell you where Libra is in your chart and where would be a good place to use intention setting this month. So balance. Balance. Balance, lower, you know, balance in all areas. That's balance. To me, balance means harmony, and I love that, the energy in that word, harmony. It reminds me of the wellness wheel, too. Like, you would go back to the wellness wheel, and then, like, how are you going back to those pieces in your life and paying attention to each piece of the wellness wheel? Yes, and the 
parts of the wellness wheel are emotional, intellectual, physical, um, spiritual, environmental, financial, and social. Those are the seven. So do you have all those parts of your life in balance or not? And if you don't, then that, that's something to focus on and to work on, right? Um, so body, mind, spirit, integration. Um, it's something to think about. We're in October now, so what's really fun is what happens at the end of October. Samhain. That's right. <laughs> Halloween. Also known as Halloween. <laughs> so I think we're going to be, yes, I think we're going to be um, maybe a little distracted by that. Oh, um, I'm so excited. Yes. Um, yeah. for, for, it's also the witch's new year for a lot of people. So, mm-hmm. right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, so it's, it's definitely time to like, and with the weather getting colder, it's like that time of, you know, release too. I mean, technically that's the death card, right? Like we're going into Scorpio season. Yes. Death card. Later this and month. Mm-hmm. Like letting stuff go, like letting stuff go that's not been giving you any good anymore and allowing yourself to bring in um, all of the positivity and all of the goodness. Yes. So I'm sure we will be talking more about that as the yeah. month goes on. Oh, so any other, any last thoughts? Oh, I'm excited to go into spooky season. Yep. <laughs> I know. We're just holding on. We've been, we, 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 we got through the, um, fall equinox and yep. And it's full speed ahead for, yes. This October. last quarter of the year, this last quarter of the year, man. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. Best time of year, right? All the, best, all the best holidays are about to start happening. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, awesome. So, thank you. Thank you. And um, we will see you guys next time. My name is Christine Erickson. This is Outrageous Wellness. If you enjoyed what you heard, please tell somebody else about it. And have a blessed and happy new moon. Bye. Bye. Thank you.